0: Thirty-two to twenty-seven is your final score. The Eagles take down Washington. Ike Reese, Amy Campbell, welcoming you into our post-game show presented by Rico. I have the pleasure of being joined by our alumni captain of the game, <laughs> Eagles fans. Um, Ike, uh, your thoughts on this uh, win in game number one for the Eagles? One and zero to start the season. Well,
1: it started off a little, a little nerve-wracking, right? Yeah. You know, I think some of the rust from the preseason showed up. Uh, but I love the way the guys made the adjustments and got, got it going in the second half. At the end of the day, you're 1-0, and that's what everybody wants This to step on that field today is that they got the W. Obviously, some things to work on. Uh, that's going to benefit the coaches because after a win, you want to have things that you can keep these guys locked in for the following week. There's enough that needs to be worked on so this team can be even better and get off to a faster start next week. But I love the fact they came out in the second half and they really started to show what 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 this team can be. You know, the reason why so many people are excited about this ball club, the way they put this roster together, it really showed itself today in the second half.
0: Absolutely. And come from a 17-point deficit, the, you talk about the, the fast starts being – the emphasis, and that was uh, not what we saw today, but really turned it on. Do you think that that is possibly a result of just the the new uh, evolving preseason and the fact that we didn't see a lot of the starters getting majority of the reps yeah. in those preseason games, that there was a little bit of that rust to knock off as things got going?
1: I do think it's a, it was a factor in it, and it's not to make an excuse. I think it's what you're gonna see around the league, and it doesn't always lend itself to poor offense. It can sometimes lend itself To poor defense because these guys haven't had a chance to be out there communicating with each other and it doesn't take much to, uh, to have a big play go against you if you have miscommunication on the defensive side of the ball, particularly in the secondary, and you leave someone open in a deep portion of the field. And I thought Washington, in that first half, was able to take advantage of our secondary. We just didn't look like we were in sync from a, a communication standpoint, and they were able to sort of correct some of those things. You think about it, Amy, after that big touchdown that put Washington up 17 to 3, the Eagles basically held them to three points for the majority of two-plus quarters. And that final touchdown of the game. So I like the, the adjustments the defense made. I knew the offense would get it going eventually. They're just too talented to be held down for an entire game. But the defense, I thought, was also a little bit off in the first half. That allowed Washington to get some confidence, put some points on the board. The defense made adjustments. They look much better in the second half until a little bit of the uh, prevent defense late in the game. Well, of
0: course, you you always look at uh, how does the team come out of the second half, and the great ones really do make those adjustments. Let's talk about one of the the best parts of the game. I know Eagles fans were super excited to see Deshaun Jackson back like he never left. And um, we have a little news for you, Mike Quick. You are now bumped out of that number eight (laughs) slot for most receptions in Eagles history. Deshaun Jackson uh, ties that number eight spot uh, with 300. And 63 uh, three, with most receptions in Eagles history uh, pretty exciting stuff there for him uh, look at that that chemistry that he that he developed with Carson Wentz that we heard all about really showed up today
1: yeah and I, I think this is why everyone is excited to get Deshaun back in Midnight Green he's excited to be back in Midnight Green you're talking about arguably the best deep ball receiver in the history of of the National Football League, ladies and gentlemen, not just the Philadelphia Eagles. We know he's the best in the franchise's history. I'm talking about the best in the history of this great game that's 100 years old, Amy. You're talking about a guy that scares every defensive coordinator when you have to line up against him and know where he's at, not only what he can do to you from a production standpoint, but what he allows the other offensive weapons to be able to do. He creates space for those guys to be able to operate. No surprise that Carson, once he got in sync, that they were going to be explosive. It's just the beginning. Obviously, Carson hasn't had a receiver uh, that can get deep like Deshaun has in his young career. And other than Michael Vick, I don't know if Deshaun's had somebody that's going to be able to place the ball where Carson is going to be able to place it. Just game number one. We still have 15 more of these to go with these two guys.
0: Well, and a lot of times it takes quarterbacks and receivers time to develop that rhythm and this was something we heard about it all preseason all through training camp that this connection was a quick one for carson Wentz and uh deshaun jackson there and we saw that today especially with those deep passes both touchdowns over 50 yards and that's uh, more nfl history for deshaun jackson second all time in 50 plus yard touchdowns with 30 now he's only six behind the leader jerry the rice
1: yeah six behind the goat and jerry rice Deshaun obviously has, I think, the most 60-yard touchdowns in the history of the game already. He's number one in that department. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if he'll get six more this year, but he should have a few more this year because it's going to be difficult to hold this offense down. When you start paying attention to Deshaun, then Alshon starts to hurt you. And you saw saw that come to fruition in the second half. Deshaun hits him with a deep ball. Now they have to spend extra time worried about where he's at. That's going to allow the guys underneath to get loose. And the great thing about this offense is that we have a collection of guys that are selfless, right? And when you have this many weapons, that's what you're going to need. You're going to need guys that are going to be able to cheer their teammates on your number may not get called this week, but you got to hang in there, support the guys whose numbers are called, because eventually your number will get called. The Kansas City Chiefs are able to do it. The greatest show on turf, the Rams, they were able to do it. I've seen a lot of good offenses spread the ball around. We're going to be able to do that this year. Well,
0: and that's a great point with Deshaun Jackson, because as he started to really take the top off, you saw Ertz get more involved. You saw Alshon Jeffrey get more involved as well. Let's get Dave Spadaro more involved. Our Eagles insider <laughs> standing by from Lincoln Financial Field. Dave, your thoughts from a very exciting, very up-and-down game for the Eagles there in Game 1 against Washington.
2: Well, you've touched on so much of it, but how about this one? I wondered, and I wonder how many Eagles fans felt the same way early in the game. Why are you giving Darren Sproles so many touches? What What is the strategy there? I can't wait to hear what Doug Peterson has to say, but I really thought coming out of halftime, getting the running game going on that first drive of the third quarter, getting Miles Sanders involved a little bit, Darren Sproles I mean amazing I think it was 13 touches he had in this game I mean that that is far beyond what we. Ike we talked about it before the game where would he kind of line up in terms of number of touches I thought three to five touches a game but he really did a terrific job and uh, the defense turned it up a little bit on third down got off the field and you just could feel the momentum changing certainly not a happy crowd at the half but after the Eagles came out and got that touchdown on the board to start the second half. They really poured it on, and we just get an indication of just how devastating and how versatile this offense can be.
1: Yeah, Dave, i to you a little bit about that defense in that secondary in particular. Uh, Possibly blown coverages, a little miscommunication out there. You think that's a result of not having these guys play as much together?
2: Uh, It could be, but I I also think this. I don't think they particularly played a good game. I mean, flat out, they just didn't play – A very good game. Sidney Jones needs to step up. Rasul Douglas needs to step up. Ronald Darby, when you have an opportunity for an interception, yeah, I gotta make it. So certainly you come out of this game going, all right, things have to get better. The pass rush has to get better. I thought they did a great job against the run, but when the Washington Redskins are picking up touchdown plays of 40-plus yards on you, and you've got the Atlanta Falcons who are smarting coming off a loss today, Waiting next Sunday night in Atlanta, you know the defense has to be a lot better and Jim Schwartz will get it there You escaped today with a victory. Hopefully everybody comes out of this thing without any major injuries We're gonna keep our eyes on Malik Jackson and that injury toward the end of the game is foot injury But yeah, I mean the defense has to be better Ike. there's no question about it and the back end just did not play an a-plus kind of game
0: Well, the Eagles come away with a win, like you said, Dave. Escaped is a word that you used. And, uh, of course, plenty of things to talk about and improve on as practice uh, unfolds throughout the week. I'm sure we'll be following that very closely as well. We'll catch up with you a little bit later, Dave.
2: All right. Thanks, guys.
0: All right, Ike. Let's get to your three takeaways from this game. The the classic segment, the Ike's takeaways.
1: Well, I'll tell you, we we've already touched on it a little bit, Amy. I think the first thing everyone noticed was how sluggish and how rusty this team looked. Yeah. Now, listen, it's a even you know it's a it's a great trade off in my opinion. People want to know why you know these guys aren't playing in the preseason where well, they want to get as many of your starters to the first game as healthy as possible. And the trade-off may be a little bit of rust. We saw that in the first half, but again, you have all your main players healthy. I'll accept that trade-off anytime, any year, especially when you come out with the W. And then I'll look at what Deshaun Jackson brought to the table, right? Deshaun Jackson, he is still explosive at 32 years old. You're talking about the ability to unlock your offense, uh scare a deepest, take the top off the defense. That's what we saw today. Two bombs from the uh, from Carson Wentz to Deshaun. Hopefully, we'll see a lot more of that as the season goes along. And then my third takeaway is the coaching adjustments. The first half was ugly it was sluggish Um, it was a lot of sloppy play out there on both sides of the football I'm sure they went in there at halftime Doug wasn't happy Jim Swartz wasn't happy they made the adjustments and I love the way the guys came out in the second half after Washington got that big touchdown to go up 17 to nothing the Eagles basically outscored them 27 to 3 for almost two and two plus quarters until they gave up that that cheap touchdown late in the game where you're really just playing a little bit of prevent defense Again, I don't know. We talked about this leading up to this game. That Russ would be a concern. It came to fruition, but luckily this team was able to make the adjustments soon enough, and they got a, they got the clicking on all cylinders. The run game in the second half, the deep balls in the second half, all things that you can carry over to the next week.
0: Well, and here's the thing for me: I rather see a, a coach and, and a team have those halftime adjustments come out and really show something yeah. different that they were able to adjust from what they were given the first half, what was working, what wasn't working. I'll take that any day over uh, you know somebody who just de- Plays really well the whole time. You can't make adjustments. And there are so many teams that that's the case as well. If they don't start strong, they're going to be in that hole. They're not going to be able to do it. So to me, a lot uh, of good stuff here from this team being able to come from behind, especially with Washington scoring that field goal right before the half. That always kind of takes the wind out of the sails a little bit when there's a score right before the half as well. Uh, Let's take a look at my favorite part of the day, Uh, Merrill Cam. Let's check out Mike Quick and Merrill Reese. And let's see how they enjoyed the Eagles' first game.
3: Listen to the crowd for Deshaun Jackson. He comes galloping out. And Carson Wentz. Wentz back. Wentz looking. He's looking. He is going deep and it is caught. Touchdown Deshaun Jackson.
4: Give the people what they came to see. Deshaun Jackson on a deep ball perfectly thrown by Carson Wentz. What a touchdown. That'll light up this
3: stadium. 51 yards. He leaves defenders in his wake. Where have you been, number 10? Keenum takes the deep snap. He's looking for Thompson, and he's sacked at a field goal range. Coming up with a Tim Jernigan right up the middle. Terrible Tim, an outstanding job. Motion. Give goes to Sanders. Up the middle. 15, 10, 5. Down to the two. Miles Ooh. Sanders, his first impressive carry. I love that burst. Wow. Jackson's on the near side. Went to the gun. He's back. He's looking. He is rolling. He fires, and it is complete. Touchdown back of the end zone as he fired it. And what a great, great play as the Eagles come back in this ball game. Alshon Jeffrey, eight yards deep. Four receivers, double wing. Keenum slips it inside the Geis, and he loses more yards as he meets Fletcher Cox. Wentz back. Wentz steps up. Here comes the rush. He is going deep, and it is caught, and in for a touchdown to Sean Jackson. Give the people what they want. Give them some more D.J. Wentz under center, motion. Alshon Jeffrey. Wentz on first down, screens it to Jeffrey, and Jeffrey spins in for the touchdown. (laughs) Wentz under center, Sproles behind him. Wentz pitches out to Sproles, tries to get inside, cuts back, spins, he's in for two. (laughs) He's in for two, he fell down, he got up, he veered inside, he kept his incredible balance, and he put two on the board, and now the Eagles lead 29 to 20.
0: Hey, welcome back to the post game show presented by Rico. Guess what? New studio. Um, I get to have both my favorite people. <laughs> At one time, I don't know what if I can even contain myself. Ike Reese, of course, joining me always on the post game. Frame, we've done the post game once or twice, but once
5: or twice, yeah. Now I
0: get to have a whole round table discussion. Yes. This is like my dream come true Maybe as a we host. Just got smarter. Yes,
1: we just got smarter.
0: We're got. we about to get smarter. It's the nerd stuff coming up right now. Yes. Fran, uh, what are the three things you're most excited to dive into when you watch the film and you break it all down tomorrow? What can Eagles fans look forward to, he- to hearing more about from you?
5: Well, Ike, you and I, you know, we're preparing for Eagles game plan this week. We talked a lot about the Eagles and their 12 personnel set. So one back, two tight ends. How are they going to use Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard to create matchups? And I think a lot of people, when they hear that, they say, Oh, well, how are they creating matchups for those two guys, right? How are they going to get Ertz open? How are they going to get Goddard open? Well, a couple of times today, I felt that they used those two players to help create matchups for others, and that was a play that we had uh, Greg Cosell breakdown in the show was how it opened up Nelson Aguilar for a big play last year against Washington. On a couple of those plays, and I think in the in the next block here when we do our uh, RECA review, I'm going to show you exactly how they did that. I'm excited to go back and watch even more of that uh, tomorrow morning.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's the difficult uh, part when you're a defense of trying to defend against 12 personnel. And when you have tight ends that are really slash wide receivers, meaning they can get open like wide receivers, then the defense has to adjust. They have to bring personnel on more of in the light box to try to cover these guys. And like you said, friend, that's going to create the mismatch on a guy like Nelson Aguilar. You yep. can't put the third or fourth best corner on a guy like Nelson Aguilar, who is a starting caliber receiver. So I look forward to seeing a lot more of these personnel groupings because in this league, it's about finding the mismatch, right? The one-on-one advantage that you have in exploiting it.
5: Yeah, I mean, you can go back even to that opening drive of the third quarter and the Eagles start the drive 12 personnel, two tight ends, and they just ran it right down their throat. And that's really when you can start to establish and set the tone as an offense with the run game, two tight ends, and then spread you out. Now, as a defense, you're you're, you're spinning in circles. You have no idea which way you're going to go. The next thing I'm most excited is just how the Eagles were able to attack Washington in the secondary, because I thought they did a really good job over the course of the day of really kind of catching them when they were trying to get a little bit cute on the back end, yeah. disguising some things. You know how it is. You know, pre-snap, you're trying to show the offense one thing and then give them something else. The Eagles caught them a couple of times today. I'm excited to kind of diagram exactly how. Well, and
0: Fred, it seemed to me like on the both of Deshaun uh, Jackson's big touchdowns that there wasn't really anybody near him.
5: Yeah. Uh, the, that first one, we're gonna, I don't want to give away <laughs> too much of it. I'm, too excited. I'm just going <laughs> to say, like, he caught the ball like 50 yards downfield. There's a linebacker on him, and I'm gonna show exactly well, yeah, how that's that happens. Really <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what you want, though, is when you're yeah. trying to create those kind of matchups, number one, with what we just talked about, and then catch them into disguise. That's a perfect storm for an offense. And defensively, it was just tough to match up.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you, when you get matchups like that, you, you need your offensive line. To hold yeah. up, right? In order for you to exploit those. And I thought the offensive line, at least from a pass protection standpoint, run blocking wasn't as good mm. in the first half, but in the second half they got it going. But from a pass protection standpoint, I didn't think Wentz was under much pressure. He yeah. had a couple times he had guys in front of him, he was able to escape it. But off the top of my head, I can't think of any big hits he took today.
6: Yeah, Yeah, they kept him
1: clean, and in order to get those balls to Deshaun Jackson down the field, you need time, and I thought the offensive line did a great job of holding up today.
5: And you know what I love too, Ike, was it wasn't like necessarily where he was pressured and he had to break the pocket, but where the coverage was really good on the back end and he has to hold the ball and create time and break the pocket. A couple of those third-down conversions in the fourth quarter where he's spinning out of the pocket and rolling to his left finding Alshon Jeffrey, that seemed like 2017, Carson Wentz, yeah. to me. That's I, yeah. I, Those were the vibes I got watching that today. Well, and
0: I need to check the third down numbers on the stats here in a minute, but uh, both of those touchdowns to Deshaun Jackson were on third and 10 yeah. as well. So just, a, I think, a lot for Eagles fans to be optimistic about on those third down conversions, which was an area of emphasis heading into the season, something they didn't do so well last year.
5: Yeah, no question. I, I thought you guys touched on it just before I came on, just about the adjustments that the coaching staff made. To me, that was one of the best things to come out of this. Is you, you know the, the team comes out a little bit flat on both sides you know that's the thing they they score that first touchdown washington off the missed tackle and you say all right that's that's on us that's not even on them and then you you get the, the deep ball for a touchdown you say all right tip of the cap you got us on a deep ball let's see if you can sustain drives the Eagles did a really good job of not panicking. They didn't force the issue. They took what the defense gave them on offense, and they just buckled down on defense. I love the adjustments they made on both sides and the way to come out with a victory. I thought it was just an awesome team effort.
0: I have the third down stat here, 11 of 17. So that's, that's pretty 65%. That's pretty good. Um, if you're noticing the chemistry happening in this room right now, between <laughs> the three of us, but especially these two. Oh, and you know what? We're going to send this over to the link because head coach Doug Peterson is ready for his press conference.
7: I, I don't think much of anything. We just kind of settled into the game, um, made a few adjustments at halftime. But, you know, there were some plays to be made in the first half. We just we just didn't make them offensively. Uh, defense, you know, we didn't get off the field on third down in the first half, but we got off the field on third down in the second half. And then we, conversely, we, we stayed on the field and we made some plays on third down. So it's just a matter of staying patient, staying trusting the game plan. And, you know, guys executed well in the second half. Doug,
5: so in that first drive in the uh, second half, you had a uh, quick fourth down conversion. I think it was from your own 34. Correct. Any hesitation to go
7: None. for it there? None. It was about a half a yard, so it was no hesitation. On That's that, what I was going for right there. On that drive, you ran the ball nine and 12 times, I think. How much did that let you establish control of the line of scrimmage in the game? Yeah, you know, those? even a couple times in the first half, I thought kind of controlled the line of scrimmage. Uh, we, we, we had some nice runs. Second half, um, Kind of challenged the guys at halftime and said, "Hey, you know, offensive line control the line of scrimmage, and they did." Um, we had those two long drives there in the second half, and really, um, you know, dominated by the offensive line. And then, hats off to those guys, um, helped us really get ourselves back into this football game and, and help us win. What did you think of the way Carson played? Yeah, I thought he played. Uh, I thought he played within himself. I thought he really saw the field extremely well. Um, you know, distributed the ball uh, well. You know, uh, made the checks that we needed him to make. He played He played well. Um, obviously, look at the tape tomorrow and and see. But I think just my blink just says that he, he played, played good.
5: He was very efficient on third down. Uh, all three touchdown passes on third down, nine passes uh, converted from first downs on third. What was the key to that success on third
7: down? Some of it was a little tempo offense. We, we lined up quickly uh, to the line of scrimmage. Um, thought that there might have been a little confusion on defense that so we were able to kind of take advantage of, which helped us uh, there. Um, Deshaun, we caught him in, in the right coverage on the one touchdown. Deshaun, you know, kind of split the the two deep safety there, or at least the one high safety at the what I thought, and, and for the one touchdown, protection was really good. So. Uh, just a combination of our execution and then just uh, playing fast.
8: What was, it, what was it like seeing Deshaun have the game he had in his first game back in Philadelphia? Yeah, I'm, I'm
7: excited for him. I'm excited for the team. You know, uh, it's a great win, great way to start our season. Excited for Deshaun. You know, first game back. I wish he wouldn't have got the penalty in the first uh, quarter there, but you know, emotions run high early, and and uh, he settled into had a nice game.
5: How How was, what effect right? does his speed have on on the whole offense and his ability to kind of create space? Yeah, I
7: mean, it, it it's obviously something that. Uh, you know, um, we're blessed to have. Uh, he's blessed. He's blessed to have as well. Um, take advantage of that. You know, and 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 you know, you know, not all the time. If you, you watch the game, and not all the time do you have to throw the ball deep with his speed? It, it might get a little off coverage from time to time. So take advantage of that too. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he, he fits in well with what we're doing. Obviously freed up, you know, Al, Sean, and some of the things Nelly did, and you know, even Zach and, and Dallas. So um, it's good to have. Him.
5: Uh, it first came not. out uh, during the fourth quarter for Big V. Was
8: that part of the plan for to the, the pitch plan. count? And yeah. then also uh, defensively, it sort of, it seemed like the outside corners were kind of cycling in and out. Was that part it's of the all plan? It's all part
7: third? of the plan, you know, early in the season like that, with especially with Darby, you know, putting him on a little bit of a, not a pitch count, but a rotating basis. All those guys were going to play, you know, when you got four corners out there. Um, and uh, the three that played corner position, obviously, um, but, yeah, all part of the plan. Well, after
4: falling behind 17-0, how much did that touchdown pass wake up the offensive timing got you going?
7: I think the 17 nothing kind of woke us up. Um, and we kind of, we just, we knew what we had to do. Um, you know, we had to just kind of stay within, you know, within our game plan. Uh, I had to keep calling, you know, runs. The run game was eventually going to take over. And um, we were able to make some more plays there in the second half that, that got us back in the game and, and eventually... Uh, uh, you know, win the game. So, yeah, you don't ever want to see that. You know, seventeen nothing at home. Um, but uh, hats off to the guys, resilient group, staying true and uh, crawling them. You know, crawling themselves back into it.
1: i have asked you so much about uh, Miles and Jordan throughout the preseason. Why so much, Darren? Today,
7: well, some of it was uh, by design. Some of the some of the plays that were were effective, um, as you know, when we construct game plans. We have multiple run schemes, and they're designed for different guys. Um, the ones that were kind of clicking today were the the Darren ones, um, and and so just kept calling his number there. Um, those other two guys I thought ran well as also. Um, unfortunate, we got the the late holding call deep and you know late in the game there on that one. But Miles is explosive, as you know. Um, Jordan ran extremely hard. Uh, so excited for all three of those guys. When Deshaun, uh hits that deep ball for the touchdown, uh, with his energy and emotion that he shows, is he coming back to you on the sidelines? Let's let's, let's get another one going here. Is he? Uh, yeah, I mean he's you know he's excited, um, talking. He, he comes up to you and, and kind of high fives you a little bit, and, and you, know, so, you know just kind of just whispers in your ear like, hey, keep let's keep it going, you know, type thing. And and that's him. Um, he obviously leads by example. Um, he's great to have in the locker room. And uh, you know we're just we're just fortunate that today was was uh, his day.
6: First,
5: first, first drive in the third yet. quarter. The first drive in the third quarter. you ran it well, nine out of twelve plays. Had a lot of success on the ground. How important was it to establish that kind of balance and keep them a little bit off balance?
7: Yeah. It. It. it I mean, it, it's. Anytime you can establish your run game, uh, during the game, it helps you. It opens up a lot of things and. You know, a couple times we caught them in in sub defense to our 12 personnel, which was good for us to run the football in, and uh, you take take advantage of that. But yeah, I mean, time that you can you can do that, it definitely opens up more things. You know, in the second half for us that it, that it did, especially down the field throws.
3: Coach, what kind of defensive adjustments did you make in the second half where you kept the receivers in check from the, the big plays for the most part I, I
7: think it really just starts with the front um, getting a little more pressure on the quarterback you know uh, disrupting some of his throws and then and then just just um, you know uh, being being where your feet are just understanding from a defensive standpoint where you need to be and being there and uh, executing the defense but I do think we got a little bit more pressure on uh, the quarterback there in the second half Any Not yet.
2: Yeah,
0: thanks. Okay, that's the head coach after his team's first victory. Um, As I was saying with uh, that strange transition to coach there, of course, we got to go when coach is here. Um, If you notice all the chemistry in this room, (laughs) uh, it's because these two work together not just on Sundays, not just today, can probably tell it's, not their first time together, but Eagles game plan. Fran produces this show. Ike is on this show, uh, breaking down just all of the – why don't you tell us a bit more about it, Fran?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're breaking down the X's and O's every single week. And a little bit of a, a change in format this year because, you know, typically what we try to do is kind of preview what to expect in the upcoming game. And really we wanted to just kind of get back to roots and say, all right, what is the game plan for the Eagles to win this game this week? And so a little bit of a different format, different outlook on the show, uh, so some exciting things. And I'm excited to get in the lab. We talked about it earlier before Coach talked. Uh, I'm excited to get in and just kind of watch the, this film, both of this team and then also the Atlanta Falcons, who had a tough loss this week, uh, and just kind of break down exactly what we're going to talk about. Ike, uh, I would guess we're going to talk a little bit about Deshaun Jackson. It's a big yeah, play.
1: I would imagine, Fran, <laughs> and, and we talk about the chemistry, Amy. Fran and I going into our eighth year of doing yes. Eagles games. So along with Mike Quick, John Clark, looking forward to getting into this tape and looking at what the Eagles were able to do to be successful. Obviously, the two big plays to Deshaun Jackson. Can't wait till we break that film down. And the thing I love about breaking it down is we obviously see Deshaun catching the ball from Wentz, but I love getting into the pass protection, Mm. seeing what Carson saw pre-snap and deciding he wants to go to Deshaun Jackson there. So I can't wait to get in there.
5: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, you look at Atlanta, they've got some different things going on. We, it's yeah. a little early for us to get into it now, yeah. but uh, this week, you know, they've got some different things going on on both sides of the ball, new coordinators, so, uh, you know, just some different things for us to talk about.
0: Karen, we can't start talking about Atlanta for, like, 37 more minutes, okay? Yes, and We're going to stick with this game, <laughs> and uh, you alluded to it, but let's break down a couple of those plays right now. We're going to do our plays of the game. I get to start, and I'm going with Deshaun Jackson's first touchdown as back as an eagle again uh just really broke the game open 51 yards on a third and 10 and this was really like the first moment we saw this offense start firing and I think what stood out to me the most was that Lincoln Financial Field from a distance from me listening on the on the broadcast kind of went you could probably speak to this more I, because you were there went yeah. from like pretty silent pretty like upset yeah. to like okay here we go like Deshaun's back Carson's back this is what this is what we came to see
1: yeah we were waiting I mean I was over there in the stadium and the fans are- sitting there, they were pumped up before the game, all the electricity was in the building, and then to have the Redskins jump out the way that they did, it was a little deflating, right? And then you have them go up 17 to nothing, and then we're scratching our head like, man, what is going on? So, I, I, I feel confident in saying, I believe we all assumed they would get it going right. eventually. You, once you're down 17 nothing, you're saying, okay, I hope it won't be too late when they do get it going. And when that, that second touchdown to Deshaun, You could almost feel everyone when the ball's in the air and they almost know that he's open, it's going to drop in there. He catches it. And um, I'll tell you, since the moment they re-signed Deshaun Jackson, this fan base has been waiting to cheer this guy on uh, in this stadium. And, I mean, what better way to get it going? I I can only imagine, right, what this guy was feeling like waiting – for that first, not just the first reception, but his first touchdown back in Midnight Green. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Storybook will be fashion. one one he'll remember for a while.
0: Well, what I was telling Fran before the show how uh, you know I, I'm a little bit new to the to the Eagles fan base here, as it's my second season with the team. But I, I'm new since Deshaun Jackson has been here, and so to me, he's new, and I know the story, and I know how beloved he is here, and how much of a perfect fit he is. But I was so excited to see him today, and that fit all of that hype that we've talked about all preseason long, into training camp. To see it in action today was really special.
5: Yeah, and to me, that's why I agree with you, Amy. It was my favorite play from the day. And to me, the the play of the game was was the Deshaun Jackson opening (laughs) touchdown. And I'm going to break that play down in the next block in the Rico Review, so I don't want to give away too much of the detail. But I'll just say this. It was a great combination of, one, a great play call from Doug Peterson, and, number two, a great read by Carson Wentz. Because I'll just say this, pre-snap, the ball probably shouldn't have gone to Deshaun Jackson, but reading what the defense did, he reacted to that and put the ball exactly where he needed to go. So from an X's and O's standpoint, a really fun breakdown and a lot of really cool things to take away from that play.
1: Yeah, it's going to be hard to overthrow that guy. Yeah, <laughs> It's going to be hard to overthrow him. <laughs> but do you
0: him. have a play of the game that's different than ours? <laughs> I do.
1: I do. I'm going to go with a play that works several times today, but I love the fact when they ran it in the third quarter, if opening drive of the third quarter, you need to get points Coming out of the locker room, they're forced with a fourth and one there. Doug, what are you going to do? You're going to punt the ball, give it back to the Redskins? No, not our coach. He's going for it on fourth down. And the quarterback sneak worked to perfection. I think they were, three for three yeah. on
5: the day? As a defense, what, yeah. what do you have to do to stop that play? Because Carson's so big, and big that offensive guy. line's so good inside. What do you do as a defense to stop It's that? really yeah. an
1: unstoppable play. Yeah. It, it, it really is. And you're at the mercy of the offense. Jason Kelsey. Carson, they can get up to the line of scrimmage, hike the ball as soon as they want to. And when you only need a half a yard, Carson's the big guy. Yeah, all he has to do is fall forward. The only thing you're worried about on that is fumbling the snap. Yep. If he if he secures that snap, it's pretty much going to be a first down, much like that team up in New England does. Has Tom Brady ever been stopped on a quarterback I sneak? I don't think so, no. <laughs> so it's, it's a give me I, play. I love the fact that our quarterback is real good at doing it. He gets behind Jason Kelsey. And that was a big play there because if Doug punched the ball there, who knows? Washington had momentum going into the locker room with that field goal, and so I, I love the fact that Doug went for it. He trusts his, his O-line. He trusts his team. They needed to get points on that first drive. We wind up getting a touchdown there later to Deshaun Jackson. Awesome, Awesome decision from the coach to trust his players to go for it A
0: couple of touchdowns for Deshaun Jackson. Not the only receiver to do it. Alshon Jeffrey also had a, r- a rushing touchdown. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> Eagles insider Dave Spadaro went one-on-one with Jeffrey after the game. Take a look.
2: Down to the field, insider Dave Spadaro with wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. Two touchdown catches today. Domination in the second half. What did you see happening in that second half? Oh, We
6: fed off the crowd energy. Way to hang in there and stay with us. And... uh. Coach Peterson gave us a hell of a speech in the locker room, and we all stuck together. It seemed like he was saying, "Hey, I'm here. Come, come find me." Yeah, I mean, he,
8: he was. we were in, always in communication early in this game, trying to figure out what they were doing coverage-wise, and um, you know that specific play. You know, we, we were talking, "Hey, be alert. If they do a certain coverage, be alert on this on this deep ball." And uh, we hit the home run on that one. It was fun. How did it feel to air it out to him, especially on those two touchdowns? Yeah, it felt great. It felt great to you know to have him out here, obviously creating the dynamic element that he does for our offense. And then I know this city pretty fired up to have him back here. And so um, to do that at home, I know for him means a lot, and for this team uh, to get us going the way he did, that was huge for us. do
3: you explain the way that the connection, you know, kind of just seemed to start right out
8: of the shoot? two long ones, eight catches overall. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, that's just him and I, you know, going through the entire offseason together, you know, just working on our chemistry, working on, you know, how we see coverages, how we see things. And, um, you know, we just we, we made those plays in those cases and it was good to see. To
2: Touchdowns came with trip, trip, uh, receivers to your right with the Sean in the middle. Um, obviously, having those three guys over there creates a lot of um, pressure on the defense. What did you see
5: pregame about, the, about that particular?
8: Yeah, I mean it was just something that you know coaches did a good job scheming up, and um, you know we were able to get him and some mismatches, and you know they did some some coverage things that you know kind of surprised us a little bit, but we were able to have those answers, and uh, you know we hit those two home runs, which was which was pretty sweet. Carson,
2: on that second touchdown, it looked like he was so wide open. What, did you plan to go to him initially, or did you just see he was open? when he was that wide open. Yeah, we were
8: on the ball and we made the we made the call based off of the look the defense has given us. So we really had uh, either Nelly or, or Deshaun on that one and, and take your pick and uh, we made it, we made him pay. How, how did it feel for you in general getting back out there for the first time since December? How did you feel like you played? Uh, it, first of all, it felt great. You know, it felt great to finally get out there and, uh, you know, it was a long offseason, a lot of things going on. And so um, to, to finally be out here in front of our fans, running out of the tunnel, uh, it just felt, uh, it felt awesome. And, you know, obviously it was a little slower start than we'd have liked as a team, but um, I think that was just good to see our resilience and just stay together and, you know, do what we do and then finish the ball game the way we did on that, I think, 19-play drive um, to, to finish it off. It was, uh, it was a good day for us. What do you think the reason was
3: for a little bit of a slow start
8: yeah, it was just, you know, a couple things. You know, it's just one of those things, it's hard to hard to say. We, we kind of hurt ourselves early a little bit, and um, then we put that drive together, then we came up short on fourth down down there. And, um, you know, those are just things we we got to keep cleaning up and working on. But, uh, you know, I didn't feel uh, offensively that we were really that bad. We just hurt ourselves with with a penalty here and some things here and there. So, uh, things we can definitely work on.
1: Is the, how, much much pass, how much did
8: that pass to, uh, to uh, Sean
4: Jackson? That first touchdown pass kind of got me off, gave the offense. Confident yeah, I mean,
8: anytime you know. First of all, you know, our, our strategy is just trying to you know take completions, take what they give us, and um, in that case, they, they gave us that that shot, you know. And it was a, a foot race between Deshaun and their corner, and uh, you know Deshaun made up made him pay, and obviously it gave this offense, it gave the stadium, gave the defense a spark, um, and to be able to do that, and you know it was a third down play uh, to be able to do that on third down, it was huge for us. What
2: is it about third down and particularly even third long? And, and so
8: much Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's something, you know, we, we work a lot on it. You know, it's third down in red zone, something we always talk about, we always work on. Um, and, you know, a lot of teams always just, you know, on third and long just give up and take a screen. And, and we're going to do that. Uh, I don't want to say give up, but we're going to do our you know, our screens and, and take take what's there sometimes. But, you know, we're going to try and push the ball down the field when we can and, uh, and make plays when we can. So it was good to see that, that we were able to do that today. a couple, times,
3: a
6: couple times in the second half where you rolled to your left particular a third down and made accurate throws. Was it easier to do that today than it maybe it had been last year
1: closer to
8: you <coughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think that was pretty pretty natural for me, uh, really my whole career. So uh, it was good to see, you know, those couple plays that we were able to extend the play and pick up some key key third down.
7: Carson a lot of fans were joking that this is twenty seventeen Carson Wentz. Uh, what did you feel is this as good as you felt out there in a couple of years? I mean is this
8: as comfortable as you felt? Yeah, I mean I felt great, you know, physically and mentally. You know, it was there's a lot of uh, you know, a lot of hard work really these last few weeks on game planning. So mentally I just felt really good with with our plan. Coaches did a good job putting it together. Um, and then physically just feeling free, you know, being able to get rid of the excuse me, being able to get rid of the knee brace. Um, and just and go play ball. Uh, you know, it, it's been a blessing, and I, I'm thankful uh, for the way recovery went. Uh,
2: follow up on that one question about doing, uh, scrambling more in the pocket, getting outside. Was it easier to do without the brace? Uh, it's
8: hard to say. Hard to say.
2: At halftime, did you? Have
5: anything in particular you want to get accomplished on that first drive? No, you've
8: been bothered. Yeah, I mean we we always come in at halftime and okay, what are they doing to us? What formations can we key in on? Uh, what can we what can we go out and attack? And we always want to start fast the second half. Obviously, uh, we were in a hole where we didn't want to be, and uh, we were able to come out there and, and put a good one together. And so we always we always as a, as with the coaches and players uh, try and put a, put together a first uh, opening drive for the second half. And I think coaches did a
2: great job there. I was on, uh, that that throw to him was. Rolled to run. Ashon was surprised. Uh, otherwise, you have four touchdown throws. But what was your view on that? Do you think that was a pass, or was that well, That's it?
8: news to me. I had no idea. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, it is what it is, so uh, I guess Alshon's got a rushing touchdown. When the,
3: offense, when the offense started clicking, did you make any key adjustments, or did, was it just a matter of just uh, plugging away with the same game plan?
8: Um, You know, a little bit of both. You know, we obviously had a game plan, and uh, we kind of threw it all out there early to see what they were doing and then kind of focus in on, okay, this is, this is where our mismatches are. Here's our advantage. And so we did a lot more of that later in the game, and uh, coaches did a great job of dialing it up.
6: As far you as the third downs, Doug said tempo was a big part of that in the second half in terms of getting to the line
1: quickly. Yep. What were you doing
8: there to try to accomplish that? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, there's a couple times a day we just wanted to get on the ball and, and see what, what they were doing coverage-wise so that we could call it at the line of scrimmage. And, um, you know, that's nice that we, we were able to communicate as effectively as we did and uh, get us in the right calls and, and pick up some key third downs. And, uh, you know, it kind of simplifies the game for us and for them um, and just lets us go make plays. Deshaun was
2: clearly hyped um, for game in the early going and had to take that penalty. What would you, what'd you make of his... Uh early on, and, and how'd you guys kind of
8: get with folks? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I love his emotion, I love his attitude. Obviously, that the penalty is something that we all would say, you know, you can't do that. But, um, you know, just his attitude and what he brings to the table uh, mentally. He's, he's a fighter, um, and he wanted to show, show it today. And uh, it was good to see and, and have that passion that, that he brings and really this entire offense brings. Uh, it was good to see. The slow start, was that more a product of what the defense was doing, or was it an
3: execution issue?
8: Uh, I'll have to go back and watch the tape. You know, it's hard to hard to say. You know, I I think at the end of the day that penalty really hurt us early in the game, and um, you know we had a couple of things here and there that we just didn't execute. And uh, you know, I'm not I'm not overly concerned. Uh, I think we'll get it right. You
4: know, on the, on the, uh, the roll, the first touchdown to Alshon. You know, you rolled, you kind of put it up there. It's kind of like a fifty fifty ball. really you know, It was kind of covered. Is is that a type of thing you guys talk about where you say, Hey, I'm going to throw it you got to take care
8: of me. Yeah, I mean, that's something, especially down there. Alshon does such a great job of, of body control and boxing out guys and um, being strong to the catch and, you know, rolling out and saw a linebacker on him. So I'm going to give him that shot every time, you know, and I'm going to believe he's going to come down with it, you know, 99% of the time. And uh, that's the type of player he is, especially when we get down to the red zone, um, to go snatch that ball out of the air. And, uh, you know, it's good to see. There there
6: a lot. talked a
8: lot. What I think of him? Yeah, is, yeah. Great, great to have him out there, you know, I, I love that guy and how hard he works and what he does for us situationally from third downs, punt returns to different things. Uh, he, you know, he's a leader on this football team, and it was it was great to have him back out there.
6: Stay, Carson, two more questions. We talked a lot about Deshaun's presence in the offseason. Now that you've seen it,
4: not even the touchdowns, just his presence on the field, do you feel the difference in those intermediate routes? Because... They got to keep the safety over there.
8: Yeah, I mean that's that's the theory and that's the plan and the hope, you know, that uh, you know with him being out there and then these other weapons that we have, um, we're going to be able to keep teams on their toes, you know, and we're going to we're going to study this tape and see what we could have done better, but um, having the element of Deshaun to, to go with with Nelson and uh, with Alshon and then our tight ends and our running game. I mean, it's a we got we got some talent and we got some weapons to to take advantage of.
3: We uh, talked this off-season about you operating faster.
8: Um, how was that kind of realized in game, you know, with your greater comfort in the, in the system? Yeah, I, I think it, you know, I again, I'll go back and watch the tape, but I felt like mentally I was, I was playing fast going through reads. Uh, the O-line did a tremendous job. You know, I think them uh, being able to get the running running game going a little bit later in the game and um, them just keeping me upright was, was really helped us, you know, execute some drives. And I uh, owe, owe a lot of it to those guys.
1: Okay. Thank you, guys.
0: Hey, I like that salmon suit there for QB1. That is a winning quarterback look Love right it. there.
1: Love it. A little style. I like that. Right? Like Obviously, that.
0: Carson feeling quite comfortable after today's performance, being back on the field, being healthy. Uh, impressive stat line there. 71.8% completion, 313 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Ike, basic takeaways on Carson Wentz's performance here today.
1: Well, I thought he looked uh, looked magnificent. He took what the defense was giving him in the first half, didn't try to force anything, didn't get frustrated and try to force anything. That's what you saw early last year when he first came back off of that injury is that you could tell he was searching for the big play. He was looking for it as opposed to allowing it to happen organically. And today I thought he allowed the plays to come to him. Numbers didn't look very good for about a quarter and a half until he hit Deshaun with that big throw. And that's the maturity of him in this offense, right? You know, Doug Talk and Mike Rowe talked all offseason about Carson allowing the offense to work for him, you know, not searching for big plays, just allowing the offense to work for him. Well, it's not it's not easy for a player of his caliber to sit back and just let things come to him in the first half when the offense is struggling. Mm -hmm. You tend to have a a tendency to want to make something happen to try to provide your team a spark. And I thought he did a great job of not, not getting frustrated keeping his guys calm, and then eventually the big plays started happening, and I didn't even realize he had over 70% completion yeah. percentage today. That's remarkable considering how many times he threw the ball down the field. You know, So um, I thought he looked great in the offense, spread the ball around, obviously had chemistry early with Deshaun, but then he was able to get guys like Alshon involved. He was able to get Zach Ertz involved. And then I love the fact that Doug, we had 30 rushes today. He had 30 yeah. rushing attempts, which is what I thought this team needed coming into this game, 25-plus rushing attempts. I thought Carson did a great job with that. I mean, we hadn't seen the guy play since they left the field in Dallas last year. And, man, how can you not be excited to see him back out there healthy for the first time? This right. guy hasn't been healthy since 2017.
0: Yeah, and here's, the, here's what really stood out to me about Carson's performance, and you touched on it a little bit, but in the past – As you said, when things maybe weren't going so well, we would see him get a little bit tight, kind of try and go into hero mode a little bit, maybe do too much, rely on that athleticism that had gotten him this far, but it got to a point where your game needs to evolve, where you can't always rely on your legs, you can't always try to take everything upon yourself and make things happen. Trust your playmakers, and he commented on that as well, how he trusted Deshaun Jackson. And speaking of that, here comes Deshaun Jackson for a press conference right now.
6: The game, the game you had, was this about of what you dreamed it was gonna be. This first game back. Uh man. Um, very exciting. A lot of emotion went into it. Uh, the past forty-eight hours obviously been racing for me. Um, just trying to keep my my calm, my jitters. You know, just anxiety. It's, it's been, you know, a roller coaster the past forty-eight hours. Um, just happy it's over. You know, first game coming back to Philly. Um, you know, just all the. Emotions I had going into the game, couldn't have predicted to be any other way. Um, you know, we came out, you know, started off slow, struggled, but uh, you know, not one moment in that game I, I didn't think, you know, we was gonna win that game. And I just kept stressing to the boys when we came in the locker room. Um, you know, I, I've been over there before in that locker room, and I just know how they are. And you know, I just stressed to my teammates that, you know, I, I felt at halftime they probably thought they had the game, you know, sealed and won. And um, I just said, man, we're gonna just go out there. It's gonna take one one play. It's a one play mentality, and you know we came out and you know as you saw we scored and uh, just had a lot of momentum the rest of the game. You know
8: you're going to be that active in the game? <clears throat> Do you have an idea? Game plan I mean honestly,
6: going into the game, um, you know we had a great game plan all week. I think Doug and uh, Coach grow did a great job throughout the week. Man, we we had a good you know ten to twelve days just preparing for this Redskins team, and um, you know it was, it was a lot of great things in the in the um, playbook, you know for for me this week. So. Uh, you know, you never really know how that kind of plans out once the game comes. So, you know, I just stay common collective. Uh, you know, any time my number was called, I just make the most out of my opportunities.
2: What was the like at, at the start of the game, coming back here, obviously, and how did uh, you carry that over into the
6: actual game? Actually, the start of the game, it was – it, it kind of went down. Like, I literally – last night going to sleep, all yesterday in meetings, you know, it was just, just racing. I just couldn't stay – Calm. It was just like, you know, I was just over excited like a kid before Christmas. So, you know, I, I just know, you know, just the reunion of me coming back and just what I mean to the city and, you know, what the city means to me, being in, in them green colors and just being a part of this, this organization, this family is just something special for me. So, you know, I couldn't think of it being any other way, but, uh, you know, I actually, before the game i was actually kind of calm and collected i was like you know and then i had the penalty first off cuz i had to get that out the way and i was good <laughs> my teammates was like man chill out man i said i know i just had to get that out but it was what you good down? what do you think now just knowing uh once i got that penalty out <laughs> you know cuz um but within the game you know so many things happen uh you know it's very competitive in nature of the game and um i don't think people really know what goes on on that field just the ins and out of just You know, going against other professional athletes, other guys that are paid high, too. It's just so much that goes on to that in between the white lines. And, you know, I I caught a play on, um, you know, Dunbar, which is, you know, like a a young brother to me. You know, I seen him come up in the system over there, and, you know, he actually came in and playing wide receiver, now he's playing DB. So I just knew that matchup was big for him, and, you know, I just kind of talked some mess after I caught the first pass, and he, next play, he came back and kind of hit me, and I just kind of lost a little bit. But, you know, that happens. It's part of the game. A
2: couple of your teammates mentioned
8: uh,
3: it. a halftime kind of speech to them. Yeah. Uh, what what message did you deliver, and what was it about Washington? You said you had kind of an idea of what their
6: mentality. was. I mean, the message honestly just was it's going to take one play. Uh, being down seventeen nothing is obviously, you know, it's one of them things where you got to kind of get going. You know, if, if one more score puts you down twenty four, then I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's almost impossible. So we just knew that coming into the to the um, locker room. It's the mentality. It's all the mentality thing here. And I felt, you know, my past five years, six years being gone, it's just that's what I really miss, being a part of a team and organization to just know known for winning and just the mentality that regards to the score, regardless of how many points you're down, that there's always a chance you can win the game. And, um, you know, just saying I've been in that locker room, I just know, you know, how they are. And that's uh, not saying anything bad about them. I just know how they are. I'm sure anybody going into, the half, in half, into halftime up, uh, 17 points, they're going to feel like they got the game won. But just the mentality, just knowing that you got to go out there and still keep fighting and playing. Well, what, was your, what, was your, what
5: was going through
8: your head on uh, the first touchdown when you crossed the plane and scored a touchdown?
6: Yeah, Did actually, uh, I wasn't the, the intended receiver on that play. It was actually like a clear route. But Carson was like, man, stay alert. And uh, that play was actually intended for Alshon on the on the deep cross route. But the way they played that coverage, it was like an in and out. and. Uh, you know, Josh Norman was outside. I was inside the slot, and he was supposed to be guarding Alshon. But when I went, he took me. Safety kind of cut down on the route, and it was just—he threw the ball, and shoot, I just ran, and caught it, and just one just great feeling. What did
2: you think of the day Carson had, not having had a preseason snap, your first game together?
6: What What did you think he kind of day he had? Uh, I felt he had a great game, man. Uh, you know, once again, you know, this is this is his show. You know, he's driving the car and. Uh, you know, it's good to have a quarterback that has the confidence that, you know, at any given time, the playmakers we have on this offense, he can come to the line of scrimmage and basically, you know, call whatever he wants because of the play style we have and the players we have in our in our huddle or in our locker room, we're just very confident that we can all get it done regardless of who it is. Like I was just telling uh, Nelson, you know, he was, he was a little down, but I'm like, you know, next week might be your game. It's impossible to, you know, have big games all the time. So it's going to be games they take you out. Just you got to be ready for when it's your time and your number call. Just make the most out of it. After you got us on the first game. one, were you surprised, that on the second one, that uh, you were so open? No, not necessarily, man. They, they, play a, uh, they play like a zone defense, you know, and it's different because I was in the slot. It wasn't like I was outside receiver. So when I was in the slot, you have a nickel corner on me, and then you have a safety that usually tries to cut, you know, different, you know, crossing routes, and, and it's just eyes in the backfield. So uh, we knew all week once they get into this coverage and we see them give it a signal, you know, Carson had the opportunity to check me a couple of times on a certain, you know, route, and uh, you know we, we we just got it, man. They, they gave us the coverage we needed. Take
2: like yeah, About first games, that you've been so done so well.
6: Why is that? And also against teams you've, uh, you know formerly played for. Uh, it's just how I'm built, man. I, I just I'm here for the long haul, man. Uh, you know, I feel like you know a lot of people sleep on me, regardless of what the case may be. They don't give me the respect I deserve, so. You know, just keep that on my shoulder every time I get an opportunity to go out on the field and play. And you know, always play at a high level. Um, as far as playing against um, old teams that I used to play for, uh, you know, I feel like, shoot, they had an opportunity to keep me. They didn't keep me. So anytime I play them, I'm going to make them pay. After you
4: your team
2: after hitting at halftime and you guys started to score, did you see your teammates start to come around and realize that you guys had to come back in? Anyway? Yeah, you got
6: to think, man. Anytime you're able to, you know, score 50 yard touchdowns, uh, big plays, you know, it's it's it drives a different type of energy to your team. So when we came out, we got that that touchdown. You know that 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 flew throughout the whole team. Man, that's the fuel that you feed off of. You know, playing this game. You know, it's a team game collectively. And you know, one guy makes a play, the other guy's gonna come along with you. So I think at that that moment, you know, that's when you know the snap of the finger, you know, clicked in, and everybody's like, shoot, we we, we in the game now." Now it's a 13 point game. We're seven and 20 now. So. Just the mentality we have here, we just striving to, you know, be, be great. And, uh, you know, we know it's going to be a long season, just one game at its right. own. Thanks, guys. Thank
0: you. Deshaun Jackson back like he never left. Uh, I loved hearing what he said about all the energy that he had, especially over the last two days that he was so amped and just, like, so excited, like a kid on Christmas. And then once the game started, he really uh, eased into it a little bit. Can you relate? Ah. Uh, not Have you probably, ever felt like that, though? Because well, he was like, he had, to, yeah. you know, he had a little bit of that chippiness going, had to get that energy
1: out. Yeah, I hate bringing up the, the <laughs> one time I did play my former team because people don't like talking about that. But since we're playing Atlanta next week, I'm sure I'll be asked about my 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 yes. uh, time I played against the Eagles. But that was a time, and I do remember, that was opening day. Is right? It was Monday night football. And... Leading up to that week, I you know, I couldn't sleep all week. You know, part of it is excitement to see your old friends, uh, and obviously it's been a few years since Deshaun was in Washington. Uh, mine was just the following season when I was – here in Philadelphia, being down there in Atlanta. And you do, you want to beat the team you just left. That's just it's just something that's natural because obviously you, you want to stay, and he would have liked to have stayed here, and I would have liked to have stayed here. And so you when you're playing your old team, you wanna have success against them. But I've never had the type of success Deshaun has had <laughs> against his old teams. Wow. I mean, anytime he played against the Eagles. Oh yeah. And now when he plays against the Redskins, I mean this dude, he knows he does how to forget. Yeah, he knows how to exact revenge.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He certainly uses everything for motivation as the great ones do Uh, earlier today. Speaking of a great one How you like that for a transition Mike quick caught up with Eagles head coach Doug Peterson one-on-one. Let's take a look at that
4: Coach let's start here. It was a slow start But how important was it for you to stick to your game plan? You came in with the game plan But even with the slow start tell me about the game plan and how important it was to stick to that?
7: Yeah, you know, we always talk about starting fast and then and then try to finish faster. Well, today it was a little bit of a slow start, but we did finish fast, and um, that was good to see. You know, we made made a couple adjustments at halftime. Um, you know, we were able to, you know, really kind of control the line of scrimmage in the second half. I thought on both sides, our offensive line and our D line, uh, really controlled the line of scrimmage, which really, you know, helped us kind
4: of get ourselves back in this game. How important was it? Was the spark from number ten? Deshaun Jackson back home again well down 17
7: nothing I mean we needed a spark we needed it from anybody um, and it just so happened it was his number and then we caught him in the right defense and and uh, of course with his speed being able to you know stretch the field Carson saw it um, and, and made a great throw great catch get us in the end zone it was definitely the spark we needed to get on the scoreboard
4: tell me about the fourth down call and your thinking in the second half going for it on fourth down
7: well, I, I had a really good view uh, from the sideline. It was just inside a yard, almost a half a yard, and, and it was really, uh, for me, it was a no-brainer. I, I knew I was going to go for it. We had success on the QB Snakes earlier in the game. Uh, I was coming right back to it. We had great surge, good push, and, and uh, went, went down and, and eventually scored on that drive.
4: Defensively, early, they were able to move the ball against him. What changed in that second half where your defense played so well? I think the defensive line really, really got after
7: uh, you know Case today. He got after the offensive line, put a little more pressure on him, and, and then we were able to kind of shut the run down. We talked about that all week that we felt like the the the, the their strength coming in was going to be the run game yeah. and and really feature that. And, and so we focused on shutting that down. And and uh, when you can make a team sort of one dimensional, it it helps you. And and our, our defense was able to really do that and uh, kind of get after them in the second half.
4: Coach, congratulations on getting your first win and. Um... Look forward to a similar thing down in Atlanta next week. I appreciate it. Thanks, Quick. You got it.
0: You are watching the postgame show presented by Rico as we recap Philadelphia's win over Washington. We're going to take a quick break. Of course, we've got the Rico review by Fran Duffy on the other side. You won't want to miss that as we dive into some of the best plays from the matchup. We'll see you in just a few minutes.
6: Meet the Wawa Hoagies.
5: Every hoagie is made for you with delicious ingredients on a freshly baked Amoroso
2: roll. Try one today, like a toasty cheese steak, a mouth meatball, or an Italian hoagie. Every one made just how you like it. So now that you've been introduced, stop by and get a fresh, delicious
5: hoagie today. Gotta have a Wawa. Wawa is the official hoagie of the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: prosper most when we help others we respect that because at santander bank respect
0: adds up come see what's happening at your local acme better sale prices superior service and great quality products cleaner friendlier fresher like fresher meat and seafood and fresher produce including organic And our butchers cut our USDA Choice Lancaster beef in store every day. So stop in, shop, and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Shop on game day and save 5% at Acme when wearing your Eagles apparel. Hey there, welcome back. It's time for the Rico Review. Our very own friend Duffy breaks it all down here in this segment. Here's a closer look at some of the best plays from the Eagles' victory over Washington. Take a look.
5: Well, let's take a look at the play that Eagles everywhere have been waiting for for months. And that's Deshaun Jackson's first touchdown back in Eagles green. And this was a result of two different things. Number one, a great play call from Doug Peterson. And number two, a great read from quarterback Carson Wentz. So we're going to just take a look at what Carson is seeing pre-snap because this is what is called a 2 high shell. What is a too high shell? You've got two safeties in the deep middle of the field. Those guys are splitting the field into halves. That's what he's showing. So it's going to be one of two coverages, cover two or cover four. So ultimately what that means is that the middle of the field is going to be open. And that's really what Carson Wentz is trying to decipher here pre-snap. Is the middle field going to be open or closed? What they're running here from a play pass standpoint is going to be dagger. And dagger is a deep vertical route from Deshaun Jackson from the slot receiver and then a deep dig route from the outside receiver. In that case, that is going to be Alshon Jeffrey. Now, if this is actually going to be a too high coverage or just what they're showing pre snap, that dig route from Alshon Jeffrey should be wide open right in the middle of the field. That would be the hope pre snap for Carson Wentz. But what's going to happen here right before the snap is you're going to see the linebacker, Sean Deon Hamilton, a second year guy from Alabama, he's going to actually drop into the deep third. This is going to be a form of cover three. So we've got a lot of disguise here from the Washington defense. They're trying to get a little bit cute, trying to disguise some things. So these safeties are actually going to step up in zone coverage. You've got the linebacker dropping deep. So we're going to let this play develop a little bit. And I want you to see what Carson realizes and how he pulls the trigger here. Again, you're going to see the linebacker drop. He's again going to get to that deep third. The corners are both going to drop. And you're going to get Deshaun Jackson running down the middle of the field. And this is going to be a really great read from Carson Wentz here. As we let these routes develop a little bit, you're going to see exactly how he sees this. Because he sees both of those safeties step up. Once Carson sees that, look at this, the ball is already about to be out. He knows he's got... Some deep middle of the field. This is going to be Deshaun Jackson matched up with a corner who's playing inside to his help. That's why the corner is letting him go inside because he thinks he's got safety help from this linebacker, Sean Deon Hamilton, who started the play right about here. He's got to travel a long distance. Carson Wentz pulls the trigger and delivers this throw over the top to Deshaun Jackson in stride right up the chute, exactly where it needs to be. Deshaun comes away with the touchdown, just an outstanding throw and catch. Great play call, great read from Carson Wentz because, again, Pre snap, that ball should have gone to Alshon Jeffrey, but he did a great job of reading the defense, understanding where the ball needs to go in that situation, getting the Eagles on the board, making it 17 7. All right, let's take a look at Alshon Jeffrey's first touchdown of the game. It's the opening drive of the third quarter. And this was really fun because this comes as a result of the Eagles' 12 personnel package, one back two tight ends and how it can create favorable matchups, not just for Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, but also these wide receivers. So we're going to see really how the distribution of all these pass targets really dictates how the Eagles want Washington to play in coverage. At the top of the screen, you've got Zach Ertz isolated as an ex-ISO receiver, and he is matched up on a corner. That's the corner of the rookie corner, Jimmy Moreland. So you've got Zach Ertz removed from the play. He now takes a cornerback out of the picture. At the bottom of the screen, You've got a bunch set from the Eagles. And number one at the top, you've got Alshon Jeffery. He's going to catch the touchdown. You've got Dallas Goddard on his right, and you've got Deshaun Jackson on his left. Now, the Redskins here are in their nickel package. So they've got five defensive backs on the field. They feel like they should be able to match up with this set from a pass game perspective. But... What they weren't expecting was that the Eagles were gonna kind of switch assignments here. And here's what's gonna happen. Before the snap, you've got a corner matched up on Alshon Jeffrey, and you've got a linebacker matched up on Dallas Goddard with two corners, two DBs here matched up with Deshaun Jackson. But what happens at the snap is that Alshon Jeffrey is gonna run inside, and Dallas Goddard is gonna run outside. They're gonna switch releases, and that causes the defenders for Washington to change responsibilities. So we're gonna let this play and you're gonna see exactly what I mean here. Alshon releases upfield. Now he's being taken by a linebacker. And as for, if you're the Eagles, you love the idea of a linebacker matched up one-on-one with Alshon Jeffrey, and again, why does that happen? Because they've got to respect Zach Ertz at the top of the screen. And even here, you see the safety. Who's he looking at? He's looking at Zach Ertz in the red zone. That creates this one on one matchup for Alshon Jeffrey. Carson Wentz is going to start to his right. He sees that Zach Ertz is removed from the picture. He breaks the pocket. Great throw, threading the needle to Alshon Jeffrey in the back of the end zone. Eagles get on the board and pull within a score. And it all started with those two tight ends.
0: And of course, you can catch more of Fran's breakdowns, the X's and O's inside the film on the Journey to the Draft podcast and the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast. Lots of great stuff, as always, from our Fran Duffy. Coming up, we will talk about the nominees for the Toyota Player of the Game after this short break. Stay with us.
1: we prosper most when we help others we respect that because at santander bank respect adds up
0: now is your chance to vote for the toyota player of the week go to philadelphiaeagles.com slash toyota player of the week to cast your vote and get a chance at a brand new toyota Welcome back inside the studio at the NovaCare Complex, the post-game show presented by Rico. Uh, three worthy nominees for the Toyota Player of the Week. Of course, Deshaun Jackson back like he never left. Carson Wentz back and better than ever. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey, a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. <laughs> three worthy nominees for, for Eagles fans to vote on. Yeah, I don't think
1: you can go wrong with either guy. It'd be interesting to see who the fans select as the Player of the Week. Something tells me maybe have something to do with that guy that wearing number 10. I I don't know.
0: (laughs) It's kind of, you know, it's, it takes, I feel like it takes a lot to have it not be Carson, obviously, but uh, man, just kind of a, a storybook. A storybook welcome uh, back. day. Welcome yeah. back for Deshaun Jackson. Of yeah. course, you know, just hearing um, how happy he is to be back, the energy that went into this, and, and the plays that broke the game open. Yeah. And, you know, we're record-setting as well. Tying Mike Quick for receptions in Eagles history at number eight. I mean, that's pretty good. And
1: you're right about Carson. <laughs> I mean, it should be welcome back to Carson as yeah. well. We, I don't think we've seen Carson... At Lincoln Financial Field since they beat the Redskins on a Sunday night, yeah. I believe, or it was a Monday night. So, and we certainly haven't seen him healthy since 2017 when you're talking about completely healthy. So, welcome back to the Wentz wagon, uh, like he never left before. Should have had four touchdown passes yeah. today, but I guess <laughs> that one uh, is a rushing touchdown for Alshon. Three pass, three passing touchdowns, no turnovers. I don't remember a sack. I don't think the Redskins got a sack no. today over 70% completion percentage, yeah, I think the big fella is back.
0: Yeah, and, of course, we heard all offseason just how he's changed his diet. He's changed his mindset. He has taken this transformation so seriously, and uh, we really started to see it on the field as well. Um, And, uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: And he played the game from the pocket today. This is something that he's been consciously doing, and uh, I got to give him credit, man. It got a little – Anty back there a couple times, but I thought when he decided to leave the pocket, you know, Fran mentioned this earlier, it had more to do with uh, the Redskins having great coverage back there, and less to do with a breakdown in the offensive line. And even when Carson sort of scrambled around a little bit, it was really more to buy time to get the ball down the field. Didn't put himself in harm's way. I don't think he had a rushing attempt uh, today. So those are the things you wanted to see from him in his first game: is how comfortable would he look trying to play the quarterback position? from the pocket I know that's something that he the coaching staff have worked on this offseason we watched him do it at practice out here in the preseason it was great to see him get in the game and really be able to rely on sort of his new instincts. You know, his old instincts, maybe he does something different, but it was great to see him out there today look comfortable in the pocket. That was the one thing I wasn't sure of, uh, is how comfortable would he look in the pocket. And I got to tell you, outside of that first quarter, I thought he looked uh, great in the pocket, playing the position from the pocket.
0: Yeah, especially first game of the season. Like you said, there's always going to be a little bit of rest, a little bit of nerves. Let's finally look ahead to next week's Sunday Night Football on the road at the Atlanta Falcons, the team the Eagles took down to start the regular season last year here in Philadelphia. Uh, they had a rough day today in Minnesota, uh, 28 to 12, but uh, that last touchdown. In garbage time with a minute left to, uh, to Julio Jones. So uh, what do you see early on before you're digging into the Falcons? What are kind of your initial thoughts about this matchup for the Eagles?
1: Well, we know they the Falcons go as that offense goes. Yeah. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Mohammed Sanu, Devontae Freeman. We've seen them. It seems like we play the Atlanta Falcons every year, whether it's the regular season or the postseason. Uh, it's tough sledding going up to Minnesota. That's a good defensive team. It's hard to win in that building, and they basically had uh, Atlanta shut out yeah. for like three quarters. They get a couple touchdowns in there to put some points on the board. It'll be their first game at home Sunday night. That crowd yeah. will be in a frenzy. Uh, I tell you what, Amy, we won't get away with playing the way we played today in the first half. Uh, hopefully we've knocked off that rust. When you go on the road, and particularly in a dome where your offense it's gonna have a difficult time to hear. It's gonna have to be a lot of uh, hand signals out there. You gotta be able to communicate, silence, t- uh, snap counts. I think when you go to Atlanta, you're gonna have to overcome sort of the early punch mm-hmm. that the Falcons will try to deliver. Like I said, it'll be their opening game Sunday night. Everyone will be watching. But we have this team's number, we yeah. know their tendencies. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a great test for this Eagles team on the road, hostile environment, against a team that has their back against the wall. They certainly don't want to go 0-2 early in the season. I have the Falcons picked to win the NFC South, so I think they're a good football team. This will be a great test for the Eagles early in the season.
0: Yeah, I think well said. Don't be fooled by today's result uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. This is a team that is desperate um, coming off of today's win. Like you said, they don't want to start 0-2. It's the home opener, and... Dan Quinn made some changes to his staff he has a new defensive coordinator and a new offensive coordinator that doesn't happen very much so they are really trying to get things going there in Atlanta plenty of talent there as well can they put it all together and of course we will be taking you through it all week long bringing it right back here Sunday Night Football does it get more exciting than that I think not Of course, we have the kickoff show presented by Exalta 30 minutes before kickoff of that one. That'll be at 7.50 p.m. on PhiladelphiaEagles.com, on the Eagles app, on all of the social channels as well. So we'll see you then right back here from our new studio at the NovaCare Complex. We'll see you next time.